episode evolutionary.org radio episode 414 today we're doing a relationship and women podcast steve Smee here and the rickster what's up buddy hey what's up steve what's up guys how's everybody doing out so today we're gonna have a fun episode guys um a lot of you um most of our listeners are men but we do have some loyal female listeners so females listening like we're gonna have some fun in this podcast um Feel free to come on the forum and make fun of us and tell us how stupid we are when it comes to women because women are uh, women are unpredictable. Women are, are really amazing creatures. So we're going to talk about you guys. Come on, tell us how wrong we are. We'd love to hear it. Um, we're going to have some fun on this. So um, And we're going to kind of talk about some really interesting topics. So the first one, we're going to talk about what to look for in a woman. So Rick, I'm going to let you take first stab at this one. What are some things that you look for in women? Give us some of the, the, the things you like. If you're doing a dating profile, for example, and you put a dating profile, what are things that you're going to put in there? I'm looking for what? It's a great, great question. And, and that answer for me has changed throughout the years. Um, there are some, there's some qualities that need to be there. need to be underlined there no matter what. I'd want her to be good looking, attractive. I think all men, we all are very attracted to uh, good looking women, good looking females. So good looks are, are, are one thing. Uh, cleanliness and, and being well put together, that's, um, that's another thing. But those two things being there, good looking, cleanliness being there. Um, and, you know, just kind of taking care of her body, taking care of herself, that, that kind of stuff, that, that being there. I put this question up on my social on Facebook. Um, if you guys want to come and check me out on social, go to rickyvrock.com. That's R-I-C-K-Y. V as in victory, R-O-C-K.com. Rickyvrock.com. And I, I asked this question and, and I answered it myself. What do I look for? I look for how she treats me. That's the most important thing. Um, beauty is important, but if you have two women, one is a nine and the other one is a seven. And the seven just knows how to treat me well, treats me nicely. She's sweet. She's caring, loving, patient, and all those, all those qualities. Well, of course, she's going to be worth way more than the nine or nine and a half or ten that doesn't treat me that well. That being said, she's like a three. I mean, she could be a two. She could be the best uh, chick on earth. It's just it's not... It's just not going to happen. It's got to be some equilibrium between uh, the attractive factor, how attracted you are to her, and I think how she treats you. It's really, really underlies everything. One guy said, oh, I like an intelligent woman. Um, I used to maybe think that when I was a young man, now that I'm an older guy. I don't care if she's fucking smart. I like her to be maybe a little bit naive and a little bit, and a little bit slow. That's pretty cool. I get enough intellectual stimuli do, doing this podcast with you, Steve, dealing with my customers, doing customer support, helping people, uh, talking to other business owners, talking to product development uh, folks at the manufacturing plants that I use. I mean, I get plenty, plenty, plenty of intellectual stimuli. I don't need to come home and and be intellectually challenged by my significant other. I get, I, I can get plenty of that elsewhere. So even if she's a little, she's not even a little bit slow, a little bit, 
I'm not going to call it stupid because stupid is intrusive, but I'm okay with that. That's fucking cool. If she's loving and good looking and she's a little bit, a little bit slow and, and not, not all that bright. I'm fucking cool with that. I'm, I'm, I'm ill with that because I, at the end of the day, I don't need her to be my intellectual counterpart. I, I, I got plenty of, of bros to do that. You know, I just need her to treat me well and be cool. So guys said intelligence and, and I thought that was, uh, that was, uh, that was, yeah. I don't think that would that I think really to me at least, and you guys are going to notice that what it really comes down to is how the fuck she treats you. How, how does she treat you when you're trying to do good things for her and be special towards her? How does, how does she reciprocate that? How do you know how she treats you, how she talks to you, how she texts you, you know, that, that, that treatment, that, that, that's what I think. And after 40 years of dealing with these women, it's been the one thing that I consistently notice draws me or keeps me near some is, is how they, how they treat me. They, they're not just kind of like kicking back and laying back and say, Oh, come on, Rick cater to me, win me over. Oh, they're like, all right, he's doing this to win me over. He's doing that to be special. Let me reciprocate in this special way. Let me reciprocate that way. And, and, you know, it's a nice back and forth and, and how she treats you. You'll, you'll end up noticing as the years go by that, 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 that means way more than, than most of these other things, the, the intelligence, ambition. I want her to be ambitious and driven. Fuck that. I'm ambitious and driven for the both of us. I, I've got ambitious and driven uh, people that I do business with and, and have things that we got going. I don't need my, my, my wife to be all of that. I used to think that you should have when I was younger, I used to think that now that I'm in my, now that I'm 40, about to hit 41 next month, bro. I'm telling you, man, just loving, caring, uh, treat you well, hot, hot, big booty too, to, to boot. Um, you should, and, uh, you know, you, sh- you should find doc Brown and take a time machine back to the fifties. That's uh you'd love it back then. In those days. Why is that? I'm just giving you a hard time. <laughs> so I'm gonna give you I'm gonna give you five things you should be looking for, Rick. Five things. You ready for this? And if you get four of these, you're doing pretty good. All right. So I call them the five S's, as in Steve. The five S's because Steve starts with an <laughs> S, right? Does that make sense? So five S's you should look for in women. So you tell me on these one, Rick, if you if what do you think? Number one, she should be sexy. Now, what does that mean, sexy, to you, Rick? It means you look at her, you're like, holy shit. It's like the penis does the picking. You see what I'm saying? The penis goes up when you see her. Like, the, when, you, when you go out with her for the first time and you are like, hi, I'm, I'm Rick. How you doing? And, you know, you hug her a hug. You should feel it, right? It should be giving you all, you should get a little, little action going down there. That's, that's number one. She should be sexy. Number two, she should be single. And I don't mean just like she should be like not married or or not have a boyfriend. She has to be single in her mind. She can't have like an ex that she has, um, each, you know, on her text messages or that she still talks to or something like that, that she still has a mental connection with or she she's banging, you know, uh, she hooks up with here and there. Does that make sense? Number three, she should be solvent. Now, Rick, what does solvent mean to you? When I say the word solvent. 
she's not in debt, bunch of credit card debt. Well, she can, of, uh, she can, she can, she can have, she can have debt, but she has to have a net worth in a, in, in the positive. You see what I'm saying? So let's say she has a hundred thousand dollar of credit card debt but she owns a $300,000 house free and clear. This is, this is pretty interesting and well thought out. Are you reading this off a website? There's some, some kind of- Does it look like, like I'm reading website, up a website? I'm freaking talking to you. I'm not reading it, just, it up. It, it, it's just very well structured. Like we just These came up with the topics. Like five S's minutes, in five minutes five before S's. the show, we came up with the topics and you, you're like going, go ahead, dance floor is yours, bro. So that's, that's, what, that's what it's solvent means. If you, if you subtract bro, her bro, network I'm, 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 from I'm her freestyling working with a ghost rider and I'm out here freestyling. But go ahead. Number go ahead. four, number four, Rick, is she needs to be sober. You know, you know what that means? Sober. That means she can't be an alcoholic. All right. So a lot of women out there, they're alcoholics. Okay. So she can't be an alcoholic. You don't want to come home every day to a girl sitting there drinking, you know, and, 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 and yelling at you and abusing you because she's a drunk. Okay. So you can, and then the fifth one, Rick, this is the hardest one you're going to find. This is the hardest S that you're going to find. You ready for this one? She needs to be sane. Do you understand what that means? Sane? What does it mean to you? It's the opposite of um, insane. She needs to be sane. Yeah, they unreasonable. I, I don't, you know, what, what us men define uh, with women being sane or not is that they are unreasonable sometimes. Sometimes you'll run into women that have conflicting principles. And, you know, it's, I think men, most men, we have just this need for things to make fucking sense. And most men, most of us will have consistency in our principles, but we'll find that women don't kind of have all that fucking need for, for things to kind of make sense. Things can just feel a certain way. And so you'll find women that have conflicting principles. And that's what we call women that are insane when there's no, 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 no real consistency to, to how they operate. So I, I, I know what you're talking about. So those are the five S's. So I have your ex out of those five X's, your ex-wife, how many of those that she have? That's a, that's a, that's a private one. That's a private one. I don't, yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't. I don't want to talk about my ex, my ex-wife today. Uh, no, we're very young when we um, we're very young when we got together, and uh, as you get older, your priorities and the things you want in, in someone do do change. You know what I mean? Conchita's I, on the line. Let's bring Conchita. When I was for, in my when I was in my twenty when I was in my twenties, I really did want someone like super ambitious that wanted to like kick the ball back and forth with me and, and do things. Now that I'm in my forties, I'm like. Fuck that! I've got enough ambition for the both of us, as long as she she can she treats me well, she keeps a she keeps a cleanliness around our surroundings, and she treats me well, and she, she's hot. Um, that's then we got something we got something going. I don't I don't need her to be all entrepreneurial and all career oriented. If she's if that comes in the package and she's that, that's we 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 could we could we could ball. But if she's not, it's not like a requisite. It's not like oh, it's a deal breaker. She's not like super career oriented and super entrepreneurial like not, not a deal breaker at, at this uh at this stage in my life i think at least if i was going to uh to get with someone right now so the next one we're going to talk about i'm going to take first stab at this should you date another fitness oriented person so i've been on both sides of the aisle there are pros and there are cons 
Um, I can tell you when you're dating someone who's fitness oriented, be careful what you wish for. I've dated women like this, like Saturday morning, they're like, let's go, let's go jogging. Let's go to the gym. Let's take the dogs for a hike. Let's go climb a mountain. Let's go do this. I'm like, geez, you know, I'm like, man, I just fucking worked out like four times during the week. I worked 45, 50 hours man, can I just have a day where I can just chill? So I'm a very A type personality. I'm very hyper. I'm up early every fucking morning. I don't need stimulants to get hyped up. I got tons of energy, right? But when you're dating someone who's the same as you, it can be a negative. Um, it can wear you, wear you out, both mentally and physically. Another thing is like taking a girl with you to the gym taking your girlfriend to the gym, taking your wife to the gym, you know, you're working out with her. You're going to have to spend a lot of the time racking and unracking weight. She's going to be wanting to work out with you. She's going to slow you down when you work out, you know, and if you are a meathead who's using steroids, she is going to slow you down. A lot of women out there are stronger than guys. So I'm not putting women down at all. You know, a lot of women are more, uh, you know, they have better genetics than guys, you know, out there and that's okay. But like, you know, most of us listening to this, we're meatheads. We, we use steroids and it's just not gonna, it's just not gonna work out when a woman's like pushing you at the gym and she wants to work out with you. And then you're like, shit, I, I you work out 40, 45 minutes. You put in a hard weight training session, you got a pump going. You're like, I need to get home. I need to cook dinner. I need to get in my protein. I need to do what I got to do, right? I got to rest. I just want to get home, watch the TV, fucking take a shower and go to bed. And then she's like in the cardio room, still going at it. And she's like, yeah, I got 25 more minutes on the cardio machine. I'm like, shit, you know? I'm like, come on, give me a break here. I just want to get out of here. So that's the problem. And another thing too, when you're about to go to the gym, she's still in the bathroom doing whatever, taking another 20 minutes, you know, and guys, all we got to do is just throw on some shorts and a fucking tank top and go to the gym. But woman, they, they got to look all pretty. They got to look all nice. They're going to take their time and they're going to waste 20 minutes of your time that you could be already halfway through your workout. So it can be a bad thing. It can be a definitely a bad thing. A girl who doesn't like going and working out with you at the gym, she don't like training and stuff. It can be a positive because you got your hobby going. She got her, her hobby could be shopping while she goes and shops. You go to the gym, right? So it kind of works out. You can do your thing. She could do her thing. So there are definitely pros and cons to it. A lot of guys out there, you know, they're like, Oh, I would love to find a girl who's into fitness. I would love to find a girl who who's into that stuff. But in my experience, it's not all what it's cracked up to be. Now what I do require from a woman that I'm with is she eat healthy because I'm going to be doing a lot of the cooking because I'm, I'm, I'm the cook, right? I'm very OCD. I don't like other people touching my food. I don't like going to restaurants or any of that shit. Having some dude with a neck tattoo and piercings who's not showered in a month cooking my food. So especially in the age of COVID, I don't want them touching my food. So I cook my own food most of the time. So she's going to have to be a health nut because the food I cook is healthy. So if she's not willing to eat healthy food, 
then it's not going to work out. If she brings home fast food and McDonald's and stinks up my house with that crap, it ain't going to work out. So that is the one area where I do think, you know, for me is mandatory that she needs to be, uh, she needs to eat healthy and she can't be um, eating crap, you know, uh, or keeping crap in the refrigerator. So that's just not going to happen. And I want her to be healthy. I want her to be healthy and live a long lasting life with me. I don't want her dying young because she's eating shitty food. So Rick, what's your uh, pros and cons on this topic? Oh man, I gotta say about this because there are levels of fitness, you know, another fitness oriented person. Listen, you could date a girl that just likes to stay in shape and eat clean and that, that's all right. You could eat a, you could date a girl that wants to be a competitor uh, at maybe one or, or different sports, bodybuilding, uh, volleyball. I mean, you, you could just find a girl that could, that's, that wants to be competitive at some level. So it'll, it'll differ. There's a lot of different pros and cons to it. All. I'll, I'll go through some, um, like dating a competitors. Cause I've, I've dated some, um, some girls that compete. Uh, one thing that's really, really cool about dating a, a competitive girl that competes is that, you know, she, when she gets like really sucked down and really dry for her for her shows, um, you get to see her body develop. She's really tight, really uh, thin. All those muscles look look really beautiful, and and she'll get the fucking fake tan on, and she'll look incredible. And you get to enjoy her that way. And then when she comes off the show, maybe she's got a a, a length of time between shows. Sometimes they get a little bit of injury here and there. Step time out. Then she's going to all, the, all those cuts and all that hard muscle is going to get covered by, by a little bit later fat. So she's going to look more like a regular girl, but just with big booty, big legs, nice looking. And then you get to like that part of her and enjoy her. And it's kind of like you're never bored because if she's competing, she'll her body shape, her body fat percentage will swing back and forth a couple times throughout the year. And it's kind of really fun to enjoy your chick while she goes through the diff while she looks different every time it's it's pretty it's pretty fucking cool that that part i really 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 like really enjoy um another thing that's cool is like um like interest create attraction so uh, us guys we we tend to be attracted to girls that that have same interests or like the same kind of stuff we like especially if it's male stuff so like a lot of dudes out there like women that follow sports oh my girl sits and watches uh the ball the football with me they love that stuff oh my girl uh i met this girl at the motorcycle meet a lot of guys that, that have motorcycles like women that also ride motorcycles they think that's sexy mm, some guys like girl so when you when you see a girl at the gym this is very important uh uh steve i think you've seen this when I watch a girl work out and she's working out hard, like she's taking it fucking serious. Not like most women that go to the gym and they're like, eh, eh, eh. no, I mean, like she's hitting the weights with the intensity that a, a dude would be hitting the weights. That to me is sexy as all hell. I think that that's incredibly, incredibly sexy for her to, um, for her to uh, do that, you know, for her to go through that is 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 very very sexy i know like a couple of uh females that i've dated they have some some good instagram grind uh, a few of them actually and 
I watched one of the reasons I got attracted to them is watching their workout videos and watching the intensity, how hard they go when they work out. And you could see through that. And that's very, very attractive to, to us meatheads, at least. So that's a that's a good pro. Um, some of the cons, uh, you know, it, it depends what you consider a con and, and whatnot. For example, all of my girlfriends that competed and, and were Instagram models, they posted pictures of their ass on an almost daily basis. Very sexy, seductive, very pictures that don't leave a ton to imagination that they post on these on these Instagrammies. Guys messaging them, guys putting up putting up uh, messages. If you are any sort of insecure guy, if you have any sort of insecurities, um, dating a, a fitness girl that has a, a serious fitness grind, you're gonna you're gonna be feel very insecure, very 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 uh, insecure about it. I've um, I'm not I don't have issues with, with jealousy like that, so I'm kind of cool. But some of the of the females that I've used for projects and modeling and 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 and, and you know influencers, uh, sometimes their boyfriends get a little bit. Some, not not every boyfriend, but some of them get a little bit tight about the communication. I mean here. He might be uh, another meathead, another kind of gym goer, regular job kind of guy. And here you have, you know, Mr. Fucking supplement brand owner messaging my girl, telling her that she's a great fit and, and, he, and he likes her body for pictures and, and he wants pictures this and that way. And he wants the videos done that way. Is some guys can't, some guys get, get jealous, can't handle that. Some guys can't can't do that. And then in that case, you might want a, a female that's beautiful, but she's kind of out of the limelight. She's not trying to grow her Instagram followers or any of that stuff. You, you want to make sure to target for all of that. Because you might, you know, the most gorgeous girl that pays attention to you might be an aspiring fitness model uh, with, uh, you know, 50,000 followers already. And those 50,000 followers are going to be writing her talking on her pictures she's got to keep them interested in in her profile so she's obviously going to be putting up pictures and you know two ways to go about it either you're going to be the guy who gets upset about all of that and gets secure or you're going to be holding a fucking camera you're going to be holding a phone <laughs> squatting down on all kinds of weird positions to, to help her create that content help her filter her pictures and put beautiful pictures of her ass up on on profile that's what i do you know, one of my hobbies is photography. I use it to, to a lot, take most of the important pictures for, for my brand's marketing. And, and I, I do uh, photo shoots with some of these girls for, uh, for our products. And, uh, you know, it's, it's not, I've, my girlfriends that I've dated that have, you know, heavy Instagram grind and followers. I take pictures of the ass on the beach and we filtered them and all that shit and put them up for their, for their profiles. And, bunch of hun hundreds of guys uh hitting like putting comments and i i chuckle I'm, I'm happy that i get to like i see how many guys are are desperate and and just like over a girl that i'm kind of sort of over fucking already like i'm just like ah, i'm kind of good on her already let's let's see where this goes like i'm, I'm kind of done and meanwhile <laughs> i'm taking pictures of her putting them up and guys are like oh you're so beautiful ah. that that's that See, that's the way I look at it, right? That's kind of my my ego boost a little bit that she's kind of a, being lusted after by all these dudes, but I'm the one that gets to have her. See, I'm cool like that. But not every dude is like that. Some of you out there, 
I mean, shit, you get upset if your girl wears a, a dress that's a little bit too, too revealing to go out to dinner with you. You know, some of you guys are like that. I, I personally don't care. You know, I mean, I'm very secure and I can fight. <laughs> so if it ever comes down to it and someone gets disrespectful, I'll, I'll, I'll put them back in line. But so that, you know, that's a con. Also, uh, um, if you're not that serious about your fitness grind, and she is way more serious than you are about your fitness grind. Um, you're gonna that's gonna raise some insecurity. It's gonna it's gonna raise some some issues there. Um, also, how fitness oriented is she? Are you the kind of guy who who's who's fitness oriented, but you like to have a drink or two here and there? You like to indulge in in some marijuana or something here and there? And she's like super tight, like no alcohol, no drugs, no anything not understanding of any of that stuff. And then you, you'd either have to uh, give up doing something that you'd want to do, which yeah, nobody should be fucking drinking or getting high anyway, but a lot of people enjoy things like that. So if that's something you kind of still want to do, but you end up have, having to give it up kind of against your, your, your will almost because of pleasing her, even though it's a good improvement on your life, maybe it's not one you wanted to make, uh, but you end up doing it because uh, you're trying to keep up with her. Sometimes it's cool is to to put women in your life that challenge you and make you rise to the occasion and make you become, make you want to be a better version of yourself. You know, that's not, that's not a bad thing at all, but then you need to be able to embrace that process all the way. And you can't get any kind of resentful along the way. Cause what'll end up happening is at first you'll feel like she motivates you. Like she's really, you know, uh, making you want to be better. But then when you, um, then you might start resenting it. Like, ah, fuck this bitch. You know what I mean? So it's a lot of different, different, uh, um, different uh, uh, things to think about. But yeah, that's just, um, that's just add to what you said, man. So I'll let you take crack at the next one, Rick. It is how to become more attractive to women physically. So this is one, that you wanted to talk about. So what's your opinion on this? And I'll kind of take it at a different angle. Um, you know, I'd like to hear what you have to say about this one, because I have some very, very clear advice. Well, maybe I, I like think we have like some different. Yeah, I have something different to say. So, so I'll, I'll, th I'll, th I'll, th I'll throw some in and you throw two. No, no, I'll, I'll throw, I'll throw my, my first thought on this. So if you bring up a picture of Big Rami, who was the most recent Mr. Olympia winner, and you show his picture to 10 women, okay, that you know, whether it be relatives, family, friends, wives, girlfriends, whatever, 10 out of 10 are going to be like, holy shit, that's, I, I can't even look. I can't even look at that. Probably 9 out of 10 will be like, I can't even look at that picture. Ugh, I can't look at that. And then one of them will be like, wow, that dude is, is pretty muscular, but I would never date someone like that. So in my experience, and I've been down that road before, I've actually had girls telling me they're like, you need to, it, you got to work out in moderation. You're working out too much. And I'm like, what? I'm working out too much? Like, yeah, you too, you're too muscular. And I'm like, what? You know how hard it is to build muscle on a, on a human being? The body is always trying to get rid of muscle. That's, that's the body's equilibrium. That's the body's homeostasis to get rid of the muscle. And I have to bust my ass to, to get this muscle. You're telling me 
that you want me to work out less and you want me to have less muscle. So it depends on the woman. Some women are into like big muscular dudes. Some women are like, you're too damn muscular. And some women like skinny guys. Like it's, it's just like guys, same thing. Guys like all sorts of different types of women and you're not right or wrong. But in my experience, having a happy medium of having a nice four or six pack Okay, that's number one. Okay, because you have a nice four or six pack that looks good and you don't have like crazy ass veins on your abs where you know you look like a fucking you know circumcised penis. All right, that's what women are into, but you also should have some muscle, some definition in your arms. They they're into like biceps. A woman can hug you. She can feel those biceps. She feel those triceps on you. So have muscle on your frame, have a four or six pack. That's what women are into. They're not into guys who are these huge bodybuilders that look like freaking human penises with veins, you know, popping out everywhere and sticking out of their arms like crazy. That's not what women are into. And you got to shape, you got to have that and you got to cover it up with good fitting clothing good fitting clothing where you look good. The colors have to look good. You've got to match. You can't go, you can't be, um, it can't be wrinkly. Like you got to learn either take yourself to a dry cleaner or you got to learn to iron, but like showing up on a date with wrinkly clothes and looking very messy, the woman's not going to be attracted to that. Like, even if you're the perfect guy, if women are just visual in that way where they can just look at you and tell, my gosh, this guy's a douchebag. He can't even match his clothes. His shoes look like shit. They're going to notice stuff like that. Even your shoes have some nice fucking shoes. when you go on on a date, not dirty fucking sneakers. Okay. That are, that have like all over them that are like two years old. I mean, just, just dress good and be confident. When you look, you look confident, you feel confident, you make eye contact those are the things that women women look for in guys. And if you pull women, that's exactly what they'll tell you. Now, there are outliers. Some women are into, you know, guys with, with uh, you know, arm tats everywhere and face tats and piercings and emo type of stuff. That's fine. There's a certain demographic that are into that. Some women are into bald dudes. Some women are into guys who are f- overweight. You know, some guys are, some women are into huge mus- muscular dudes. Uh, we see the, uh, one of the guys I just did, Craig Titus, Rick, uh, he's a big meathead. He's the guy who killed his assistant, uh, if you remember. And his wife was in on the murder as well, but she was extremely athletic. She was a bodybuilder herself. She was like a gymnast bodybuilder and very muscular. She was all, all into steroids too. So someone like her is probably into a guy like Craig Titus, who's a big meathead. But for the vast majority of women, you've got to kind of meet somewhere in the middle. There's that 80, 90% middle ground, and you have the extreme on one, one end or the other. I actually um, have a friend that she's does not like muscular guys at all. She's just like skinny guys, like skinnier to better. I don't know if she has some type of fetish for it or something. She likes tall, skinny dudes, like bird chests. So I mean, everybody's different, but, you know, I think if you just, you know, look good, you know, and, and you have some, some good quality muscle on your frame and you have a nice four or six pack year round, I think that's, that's what women really like physically.
Yeah, good, uh, good, good stuff, good advice. Um, cleanliness is number one. Make sure you're nice and clean. Um, to, to look for just every little thing that you can imagine when you get close to someone. Um, the way you smell is also good. Um, I mean, not, nothing worse than having maybe on a nice watch or a nice clean shirt, and then you got you got a little bit of dirt under your fingernails, and you just didn't didn't check didn't check that out. You know what I mean? Just little dumb things like that that you need to be aware of. You know, if you got hairs uh, sticking out of your nose, a lot of us, uh, once you get over 30, 35, 40, you start to get thick fucking hairs coming out of your nose and ears. Wax that shit. You know, get get rid of it. Trim it. Uh, all these just tiny little little things, man. Even when you shave, when you get a haircut, just make sure you're, you're nice and even, you're nice and clean. If you are a strong smelling guy, some of us that our high protein diets and take androgens we we tend to be liquid chlorophyll liquid chlorophyll will take will change the way your body smells will will give you a much cleaner uh smell so cleanliness is number one and not just on yourself you know in your vehicle when you pick them up in your place you know just just nice and clean uh very fresh very clean cleanliness is 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 always is always a great way to go uh, to you, you know, however you style your hair, make sure to go take some pictures in every single angle. A lot of dudes maybe don't don't really know the best way to style their hair that works for them. Got to figure that out. So all those things are cool. Um, easy ways to kind of seem more attractive. Um, believe it or not, leather jackets work quite well. Leather jackets work quite, quite well. Black polo shirts work quite well i'm talking about dudes that are fit you know you, ha you have a small waist to large shoulders back ratio you know you fit guy um nice fucking fitted leather jacket that's not too big for you um nice uh fitted polo shirt it's not too big for you that's another thing i see some guys posting pictures online and they're like you know a little tie and shirt and they're they think they look nice but they're fucking swimming in that shirt they're swimming in those fucking pants, you know, those days where you were wearing baggy, loose pants. It was kind of in that shit's back in the 90s, man. Nowadays, you want your pants to be nice and fitted, you know, right, right up, right up in the crotch. You know, not you don't have a bunch of a pant like bunching up at, at your ankle. You, you go get get that stuff hemmed up. You know, you get you get old. You make sure the clothes fits nicely. Aside from having Nice, nice, uh, uh, clean clothes. Aside from your clothes being ironed, how about the clothes just fitting properly? If you put on a dress shirt, you have a bunch of material at your wrist. If you do, then that shirt is not your size. You need to go find the proper size shirt with the proper length arms. If you wear nice, nice pants, you know, with with uh, with leather shoes, you, you, your your pants shouldn't bunch up at the ankle. Your your pants should be right right at the line of the shoes. And when you, when you sit, the pants should, should reveal more of your ankle. I mean, it, stuff's got to fit properly on you. And I see that a lot. I see a lot of grown men it's, with social, you see people's pictures. Oh, I'm getting ready for, for, you know, our, they take pictures with the girl and the dudes, nice, nice looking clean clothing. Don't fit right. Don't fit well. Pants are too baggy. Shirts, uh, sleeves are too long. You know, just uh, the shirt uh, bunches up around the, the belt line. Just weird, dumb, 
bullshit like that guys tend to do. If you're, listen, man, if you, if you fit guy, you want to do something, you're doing something formal, button down, short sleeve shirt. Don't tuck it in out. Make sure you get a shirt that, that that's the right length so that it cuts off right around your belt line and out. Nice dress pants. The fit of your clothing is, is very important. As important as the, as the clothing being cleaned, uh, you know, ironed, all that good stuff. Um, what else? Uh, just uh, don't fucking talk too much. Ask her a lot of questions. Ask her about herself and just uh, and just have a nice, pleasant attitude. Be happy. Think happy thoughts. Be a happy guy. And that'll show through in your personality and it'll make you it'll make you more attractive. All of us men, we, we've ran into that girl that maybe isn't that all, all that attractive when you look at her compared to maybe other women. But her personality is fucking incredible to the point where you begin to, to perceive her as being more attractive better looking than she actually is just because she's such a cool body so you you, you be that and um yeah, yeah i mean pretty much more attractive is cleanliness cleanliness is number one how you smell fingernails ears dark hairs growing in places they shouldn't grow like your neck back of your neck your ears you know just your nose things like that all that shit taken care of and obviously man if you wear a nice watch if you got Nice clean clothes on. Make sure your fingernails are spotless. You know, make sure everything. It's, it sounds like it goes without saying, but <laughs> you'd be surprised how many people actually uh, uh, forget about things like little things like that. Um, and uh, what else? What else? Uh, that's about it, man. Listen, leather jackets, guys. Well fitted leather jackets, and not like you're swimming in that fucking thing. But leather you're not jackets. Gonna wear- yeah, you're not gonna right, wear like right, right, right length, right fit. Um, you look it just leather jackets make you look like a bad motherfucker. They that really might work do. in I don't but that might work in anywhere, New York, dude. but it's not anywhere. gonna work in most of the country, bro. It's like it's like 120 degrees right now in most of the country. It depends, it depends. I think you're gonna wear leather jacket to a date right now. I've I've you know? uh, it depends it depends where you live and what time of the year, but yeah. for for the for, for most of the US, you'll have a few months out of the year where you have to wear a jacket. You should be wearing a jacket for most of the country. Nice, nice leather jacket. If you're a, you know, if you're a, a youthful kind of sporty guy, make sure it's got the little hoodie attached to it. Those jackets are, are, are hot shit. Um, and you can't go wrong with polo shirts, guys. You can't, you can't, you can just not go wrong with polo shirts unless it's it's got really weird colors to it. Unless it doesn't fit properly, it's not a proper fit. Unless I mean, you can't, you just can't go fucking wrong with just a nice little little just nice little co- it's got a collar it, it fits it, it, it most of them will have a um a little rubber uh a piece right around the arms to make it make it suck in um out of your shit you know don't tuck that shit in out i think i mean for very special occasions maybe you tuck a dress shirt in but for the most part man you should get you should get dress shirts and they have them out there now you could even have them tailored down where you can leave it out of your out of your pants um, and don't have to tuck tuck them in, and just nice fit it that shows your your physique. Yeah, and yeah, of course, how to how to be how to, how to be more more attractive to women. It goes without saying. This is a fucking bodybuilding steroid fitness show. Don't be fucking fat. Don't be a fat motherfucker. Don't have big fat fucking titties. Sure, 
fat titty guys also also get get women, hot women, fine. But for for the purposes of what we're talking about, don't be fat, definitely. And also, uh, um, yeah, that's it. I mean, that's that that that's as far as looks go. That's that's a that's a, a very important important end of it. Just really quick, guys. Uh, I don't know shit about fashion, Rick. You you seem to know a lot a lot more than me about fashion. I could not dress myself if my life depended on it. But here's what I do. I have people in my life, whether it be a gay friend, whether it be a girl, whether it be the chick at the clothing store, go to a clothing store when it's not busy. There's going to be either a gay dude working there who's either gay or metrosexual who's really into clothing and can fit you and can tell you what to wear. Or there's going to be a chick there who hopefully is going to be motivated enough to help you and she should want to help you because that's her job and you could throw her you know throw her, throw her like 50 bucks or something be like look i have a date i want to look sharp for her. i don't want to look sloppy please take care of me or if it's a if it's a gay dude or if it's a metrosexual dude he'll he'll take care of you very very talented you're gonna work at a clothing store i'm gonna assume that you know fashion and you know what's the latest thing that's gonna make you look good so Look, you just tell them, look, I'm a straight dude or I'm a gay dude. I want to look good for, you know, this date I'm going on. You know, can you please pick me out two or three outfits that we can I, I can roll with and make sure they're fitted properly and ask questions. And they can tell you, you know, do you need a belt? Do you not need a belt? What matches with what? They should be able to help you go there when it's not too busy, whether will they have time to help you. They'll be more than happy to help you. Because they love that shit. They love shopping and they love picking out clothes. So trust I'll, I'll me, that's you, what you got to do. That's what you got to do. I'll give you guys the self-assessment. Here's a pretty good way to know if you're one of these dudes that's not very fashion savvy. Here's, here's a very good sign that you that your fashion game is probably trash right now. If you go clothes shopping and you come home with more than three tops, more than four bottoms, your your fashion game is probably trash. Because in order to build a wardrobe, right? Hear that, hear that out, guys. Build a wardrobe. What you the way you do it is you actually go and look for specific items that you need to fit in with the rest of your wardrobe. So for example, you're like, you know, you have a you say, hey, you know what? I want to rock some some kind of uh, khaki pants. Let's say khaki color pants, and I'm with, with some with a polo shirt, right? Let's just let's just say that. That's I'm going to add that to my wardrobe. I don't have khaki pants. I've got all colors. You go and you look for little specific pants, and then you you maybe you're watching a movie or a TV show or a fucking music video because they have professional fashion people there, and then you see somebody who, who did a good job of combining some khaki pants with a top with a certain time kind of a top look and then you you're going to look for that here and there you know what i'm saying you look online whatever but you you build your wardrobe piece by piece like when i said hey leather jacket i'm missing my leather jacket right now the old one that i that i've always had uh, it wasn't real leather it was like um synthetic i like i like, like synthetic leathers um it, it got a little bit old so i appeal a little bit so that is going to uh, it's not going to be utilized anymore so i know i know that i'm on the lookout for a good leather jacket with a hoodie and um i don't know if i'm like if this time I, um 
And I, you know, but I know I'm on the lookout for that. I know I'm on the lookout for, uh, I want uh, another light gray set of pair of jeans because the other set that I had, um, something happened in the wash and um, some accidentally Clorox fell on, on one of the pant legs. So I'm not using that anymore. But, but I have a, a certain uh, items that fit in well with gray jeans, like gray jeans. And so I know I'm on the lookout for that for my wardrobe and, and that'll eventually come around. And that's how you know if, you're, if your wardrobe game is right. If you're one of these guys, oh, you're going to go clothes shopping. And then you go and you, and you pick up in, in an afternoon, you pick up a bunch of items. You're, 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 there's a very good chance that your wardrobe game is trash. Here's another way to know if your wardrobe game is trash. When was the last time you took any items to the tailor to, to, to snip or cut here or there? If you're not visiting your tailor um, every time you you buy a new piece, let's say you know jeans, whatever it is, pants, dress pants, or, or some or some modification not being done to it, there's a good chance your, your wardrobe game might be trash. You might you might have uh, you might have jeans that bunch up at the pant leg. That place who, who uh, fucking knows, right? I don't want to like that place. Men's Warehouse. Uh, that's what they did for me when I went there. They they tailored my stuff. Right there, they were great. They had great service. Thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. You you gotta have stuff tailored. You gotta have stuff fitted. If you here's another way to know if your wardrobe game is trash. If you don't know your dress shirt sizes by memory, because the dress shirt comes in a size. You know, it's got the size for the length of the arm, size for the for the size of your neck. Blah blah. If you don't know those numbers off the top of your head. What what's your your arm length neck length? You don't know these things right off the bat. Just walking into a a a, a, a nice place and telling the guy that works there, listen, I need dress shirt. This here's my here here's my neck and arm size. You don't know that. It's a very good chance your wardrobe game is trash right now. And having a good wardrobe game, having good uh, uh, dressy items that you can put on. It's not really all about having a fashion. Dude, you, you, you watch television, right? You watch shows, you watch movies. There's people that get paid very good money to dress these people. Just, just check out how, how people are combining shit. You don't, you could just do it on the low while you're, while you're watching, um, while you're watching a, a movie. I mean, just, it's very simple to see what's, watch, what's up. Watch something the that you can watch the Academy Awards or any award show on TV and watch the, the way Brad Pitt. See the Academy Awards. Is, see that that that's does Tuxedo Day. That's too, to my in my opinion, it is a good thing to look. But that's Tuxedo Day. I mean, it's just too much. But just like a regular uh, uh, movie, just see how they dress the different characters. You know, the how about that? How about the, the NFL draft then? The NFL draft, the way they dress. But these are, but the, okay, look, but look, at that point, all these guys are wearing fucking suits. At that point, it's just, okay, today calls for a suit. I'm just going to find the best suit that fits what I'm trying to project that day and how I look. That's, it, you're talking about, you're talking about suits. It's a different, it's a different ball game. You, you can get an idea for a nice looking suit anywhere. I how mean, about, how about social Conor media? McGregor wear, Conor McGregor wears some great fucking suits to press conferences. I mean, like just on a regular day to day, wardrobe building your wardrobe knowing what different 
tone jeans and fits of jeans you should have in there how many different shades of yeah blue but Rick, nobody's uh, most guys most guys just don't have that med- I, I can't do that shit well, i couldn't tell you what i want you know that's what we have in a, that's what we have an advice show you know what i'm saying yeah, that's yeah. what we're doing an advice show like yeah. most of you out there I have to depend have- on other people no matter what you know no matter what you know what i'm saying i feel what i feel what you're saying i, I feel you know but they that's why we run an, an advice show and i think you you'll spend the same amount of time the same amount of money building a nice wardrobe than just than just saying, oh, I guess I need to go clothes shopping and then going to the mall, going to the department store and then coming home with with bag, which is going to be your clothing for the next few months. Like that's doesn't sound like a really well thought out game plan. And when you buy a, a piece of clothing, it should be some that fits in with with everything else. And you should have you should have a look about you. You should have a, a look a look about you. I'll tell you guys me a little bit. In my late twenties, very very early thirties, I used to like um, all these MMA brands started to get real popular. So I liked American fighter shirts and Affliction, very tight fitted, and I like wearing kind of colorful sneaker shoes that would match up my my top somewhat. And I got a lot of compliments for from women. For dressing that way because it wasn't corny like it wasn't stupid it was like it'd be like some maybe royal blue air max royal blue nike air max and have a royal blue pride t-shirt pride fc t-shirt you guys remember pride fc any of you guys listen out there that are that are of mma and i and i and i wore that to go to the mr olympia in 2013 you know what i mean so and then now as it became old after 35 40 um all those uh, older T-shirts that started giving away or, you know, not used anymore. Sneakers started to wear out. And then I just started wearing black. So I have about six pairs of Nikes that are all black, all black Nikes. I don't have any other color sneakers now that aren't aren't black. And I have a lot of black uh, and dark kind of grayish tops. And it's just, I, I don't know, my look changed. Now I, I wear stuff with no logos, one solid color no logos very fitted uh same thing with like i said my sneakers um you know i'll i might go out with a chick and she might see me wear three four five different pairs of my my pairs of uh of nikes but but they're all black different styles air black air maxes you know black this black that it but that's kind of my look you know what i mean down from the fucking car i drive to the jacket i wear to the shoes to my to my fucking attitude, right? It's I have a certain look about me. I have a certain uh, to look about me. You know what I mean? It and and it and it fits me. I'm not projecting a persona. I'm just kind of really knowing myself and settling into what I want to, what I want. When I was a younger man, I, I like taking a little bit of extra time matching up my sneakers with my with my shirts. Nowadays, I don't. I just want everything to be ready to go. Um, but I still want to be stylish, you know? So even my t-shirts, there's not one t-shirt that I wear that there's a gap in between the fabric on the, on the cuff, on the arm, right? On the, on the arms and my, and my, my biceps. I don't, every, every t-shirt, every shirt that I wear is nicely fitted right around my, my arms. I don't wear anything that's got a little bit of play, a little bit of bagginess. If it does, that's, you know, that's going into the, the drawer where I let chicks borrow some of my items when they stay over. You know, I don't, that, that, I don't wear that out. It's not for me to go anywhere with it. Even, same thing, look, even, even my sweat, fucking sweatpants. I used to wear baggier 
looser fitting, very comfortable kind of sweatpants in my 20s, early 30s. Now all my sweatpants are fucking tight. The tight, the running sweatpants, I, I could I could mountain bike in them. Now when I go to the gym, I have very tight fitted up. Another thing, I was a younger man. I used to wear shorts that used to go below my knee a little bit, my kneecap a little bit. Now I don't do that. Now I'm older. All of my shorts are are well, well above my kneecap, whether they're kind of dressy, kind of going out in uh, shorts or whether they're going into the pool shorts. Now I wear shorts that are well above my knee. Uh, these, these, and you kind of, as you get older, as, as you change, as you, all that changes, as you change as a person, as your preference uh, evolve, then you, so should your look and your wardrobe. Like, don't leave that to chance. Your clothing is, is, is the first thing people see. And you should, you should wear clothing that really shows kind of who you, who you kind of are. It's, it's, um, that's it. So I got to say about that, Steve. <laughs> See, I told you on the pre-show three topics, but you didn't want to listen. So you wanted a four. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to let you finish out the show with the four topic. Um, and I'm just going to, I'm going to talk for probably like 30 seconds on this one. And that's, it's how to become more interesting to women. And my advice is reading a lot of books, going on a lot of dates and learning through trial and error, your mistakes that you're making and you don't make them again. Finding out about the woman, be, you know, before you go out on a date, before you ask her out, find a, her interests. So when you go out, you can take her someplace that she's interested in. Like if she likes to go rock climbing, then take her right, rock climbing. I just said as an example, indoor rock climbing, obviously not outside. I mean, but that gives you ideas what to do on the first date, second date, third date that will keep her engaged. That can make a big difference. Stories. You know, you should have life experiences enough where you have some, some fun stories that you can talk to her about that are neutral, nothing that is going to make her think that you're some type of freak and scare her away. Just like neutral stories, some fun stories, maybe a story about, you know, um, you getting a traffic ticket and, the, you know, something happening with the cop or you know, just some fun stories. And then she can kind of tell her story. Hey, I was pulled over a year ago and this happened. And you can kind of ping pong, you know, stories back and forth just to keep things interesting. But Rick, I'm gonna let you take this on because this is your topic. Um, we, have, we have a few minutes left. Uh, hit it. Tell us. Um, interesting to, to women. Uh, just be a, a high value man. Be a high value man. Uh, be about your business, be about progress, be about building, building your, your business, your industry, your body, uh, building your knowledge base, building uh, good habits, building discipline, just be a, a, in a building mode and uh, be a, a very smart, very interesting guy, but don't, don't give yourself away a lot. Ask her about her. So when you conversate with her, just the whole time, most of the conversation should be focused on her telling you about her, her life, her wants, her dreams, her story, everything she went through. And try not to give too much about yourself away. Be a, a bit mysterious. Don't think that you can sit there uh, and reason with this female. Tell her who, who, about who you are and what she really understands who you are while listening to your story. And she really appreciates it. Fuck that. Listen, they're, 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 it doesn't function like that with them. It's about how you make them feel. So you don't, you don't try to negotiate and explain your story. Tell her about your baggage. Tell her why your last relationship failed. Tell her, don't fucking talk about any of that shit. Make her feel. 
Make her feel listened to. Make her feel interesting. Make her feel important. Make her feel respected. Make her feel like she's the one that's interesting because you're asking about her and you're asking genuine questions back and forth about her. And when she tries to ask you, you wave that shit off and then turn it right back around on her. And then when you when you drop her off at home, she's going to be thinking, oh, wow, this guy's amazing. We spoke the whole night. He's so great. He's so funny. He's so interesting. I can't believe he's so awesome. And I, I don't really know much about him. Anyway, I need to go out with him some more to find out some more about him because women love that mystery. They love that interest. Um, also, uh, don't don't give away your, your your intentions and your feelings too, too, too fast. You know, if you think she's the one and she's marriage material, don't tell her that right off the bat. And don't 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 think that you need to reassure her that everything is is all good and that and that you're that's the see, that's you being a man applying what you would need yourself and saying that she needs the same women say they need that they fucking don't women are more attracted to you when they don't know your fullest intentions or not then they're trying to win you over women are more attracted to you they think you're still kind of sort of there making a decision about them even if you've got a fucking relationship you've been in for two years but they still feel like you're still kind of like um without you feeding into the securities verbally but you just showing that you're more busy and that you can become more busy and about other things and that and that you leave things unsaid and that you don't sit there and try to explain to her that you are definitely interested and it's for real girl and it's just real don't worry i'm not letting you down fuck all of that let her worry a little bit let her feel like she's got to work for you to continue to stay interested and don't just make it like you're just giving it away remember this guys right uh only women babies and pets get unconditional love men are only loved on the condition that you provide something so you have to be a high value man you have to be you have to be achieving things you have to be getting places in life and then you can you can add something into that into that female's life and that's the way to become interesting man it's like you can't really you can't fake the funk. Like you either are going to be a, a, a guy, an interesting guy that's making progress in life and moving ahead, or you're fucking not. You can't. It'd be hard to fake it. And also, um, you you might be a guy who's like, hey, listen, I'm gonna I'm all about work, my career. This girl is perfect. This is all I need. I can just be with her forever. Let's make this work. Don't fucking go and tell her that. Don't reassure her that the things are gonna be great forever. Don't fucking do any of that. Stay consistent. Make her wonder about you a little bit. Make her feel. Make her feel like she's winning you over a little bit, and then, and then you can have her and and be with her forever if you want. But keep her on her toes a little bit. You know, once once she knows the ending of the story in that book, she doesn't. She doesn't need to read it. So you should bring her along on this on this journey on this on this love story. You should bring her along on this love love romance story where she's winning you over and you're warm enough to her and she's just winning over your favor you know bring her along this love story and, and be patient and, and don't be afraid of losing her too either like the, the 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 person with the strongest position at the negotiating table in any negotiation business love or war the person that's got the most leverage is the person that's willing to walk away the person that's willing to just get up and say, fuck you, I'm, I'm out. 
That person holds all the chips and all the leverage in any negotiation. So when it comes to you negotiating this romance, this relationship with a female, the only way that you can have all the leverage is if you're willing to just get up off the table and walk the fuck away. Even after you put all the chips down, even after you've, you've gone on some expensive dates with her and you've had sex and you took that bitch to Puerto Rico and then you come back and she's acting the fuck up. You need to be willing to walk away, to throw it all in the trash to fuck today, turn around and never look the fuck back. Be willing and serious about being able to do it. And if you can do that, then you're going to have the strongest position at the negotiating table. But if you're not really willing to walk away fully uh, and you sit there and try to joust and tussle with her and uh, negotiate with her on, on how our different moods can be soothed so that we can make this work, if you're willing to walk the fuck away, never call again and never look back. If you're not willing to do that, you're you're gonna be pussy whooped very quickly, my friend. So those are like that's so I guess the core of the question: how to become more interesting to women, how to become more interesting to women, be a high value man that is focused on progress and on himself and on focusing on himself. And that that already makes you an interesting guy. Uh, that's already going to make you a, a, a leader among your, your male peers. That's already going to just put you ahead. But you, you can't fake that shit. Like, you can't just wake up and, and we've talked about this on the podcast and be about fucking porn and about drugs. And like, you can't, you, that can't be your life for real. You have to wake up every day to actually take care of your body, take care of your health. Um, take, it put more good information into your mind, affect other people around you in a positive way, make good uh, business associates, relationships, good relationships at work, be the best one at, at your, in your work team, you know, in your place. Um, don't hate on anybody. Don't give up. Don't, don't feel bad about anybody else's progress. Look at anybody else's progress as a sure sign that uh, that that advancing and progress is also available for you you know if i see other people around me you know making money going to making you know moving ahead with their lives i think i lost you rick you still there yeah a little bit yep Yep. Okay. 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 There you go. Yep. What was I going for too long or, or what? Or do you hear all that? Yeah, I heard it. I told that, <laughs> but that was good. That was good. That was good advice. I think we can finish it up. Yeah. I like that. All I like right, the so negotiating. The problem is, you know, um, you know, the problem is sometimes, you know, it's, it's hard to, uh, to, to walk away, you know? So you just have it's to, hard, it's hard to walk away. It's hard. Yeah. I'm gonna cut you off. Cause I already know what, listen, a lot of men get one itis, one itis. She's the one, you know, one itis. I saw this on a, on a, on on social the other day. One itis. She's the one. She's so special. She's so different. She, look, she, look, no, she's fucking not, bro. There's a shit ton of people on earth. About half of them are women. I mean, no, she's fucking not, dude. There's another one just like her in in in, in your neighborhood, down the block. Okay, love and and idolizing this this female. It's it's all built on the wrongful assumption that she's different than the rest. No, she's fucking. As you get older, more and more single women will overtake men. 
you know, due, due to the ratios. I mean, that's just the fact. So you can, there's always going to be someone better, a female. The females are the ones who are losing the leverage as, as we age. Once you get in your 30s and then 40s and then 50s, it's uh, the ratio gets skewed. So there's so many more single females. Um, I think there's like in New York, there's like 270,000 more single females and single males. So you have the leverage uh, for sure as you get older, especially. So right. I was uh, I was I was having a um, having a quickly I was having a conversation last night with a with a female that's known me for many years. We've, we've frequented each other for many years, and she she's known about some of my flings and some of the fem other females I've I've gone out with, and she remarked to me how all of the girls that I go out with and I have romance with are, are very very good looking women, and. As we're talking about it, I said, you know why? Because I'm just never afraid of being alone and I never just settle for someone. So if there's a chick that she's not all that great looking, but she's really after me, paying attention, talking to me, social, hitting like, just fucking with me. If I'm not interested, if I'm not all that into her, even, even though I know I could get it quickly, I just don't. I don't bother. I just wait. I just wait. I just wait. I wait for, you know. And then when, when a chick that's really good looking, really hot, looks my way, gives me a fucking chance, we start chatting and she, she, starts, she starts to fucks with me. Then I go, I go all in, but when was the last time you had a girlfriend? Don't be like, afraid to be, don't be afraid to be, uh, to be alone. If, if you're not afraid. When was the just, last time you had a girlfriend a over a year? When was the last time you had a girlfriend over a year? A monogamous relationship over a year. A monogamous relationship over was uh, 2016. Mm -hmm. about five years ago yeah. that I was, that we were actually, we're actually committed all together. Where, yeah. Since then, I think the, the second longest one has been about six, seven months. That yeah. we were, that we're so it's not, there. so, I mean, there's certain things though about that strategy. That's not, that's working a little too extreme. Like where it's, well, I'm, I'm, well, I'm, she, I'm good. you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm, I'm good with, I'm a serial monogamous. I'm good with just having a girlfriend that I enjoy for three, four, like, I might be I might be two three weeks deep in this and and I know I'm I'm not we're never fucking gonna marry her and, and we're not gonna make a life together but um for the next you know few months I've got this work project I got these things going on I'm gonna be busy with she's a good person to be in my life you know we we hang out you know I don't, I'm not gonna sit there and go oh in three weeks I found this fatal flaw that I know we can never really make a life together because of this one fucking thing that i realized that she that she'll never change right no i'm like all right fuck it so i already know well less stress on me so whatever happens if she fucking wants to leave uh, you know before i'm ready for her to leave if she wants to cheat whatever i'm all good because she ain't the one but she's the one right now she's the right now girl we can we can chill we can hang out let's see how long it how long it goes uh, i enjoy her we have a fun time love having sex with her it's all good so that's the way i approach it man you know i don't uh, you know, it, and a couple of times I've met her and I'm thinking, oh, fuck, she might be the one I'm, I might be. I might be able to marry this one. It's all good. And then something happens and, you know, she, maybe she didn't she she wasn't into it all the way. She fucking left. All right. Realized like, hey, um, something, you know, something happened is not happening. So sometimes you don't look if you're all set on getting married. and That's what you're looking for right away. That's fine. So then. It don't don't waste time with her if she's not marriage material, but if you're just waiting for uh, for the person that you're gonna be with for the rest of your life to kind of manifest one day, you could be fine going out with the right now girl for now as long as you're having a good time and you're enjoying each other. 
Um, you don't, you know, you don't have to take it all that serious, you know. So it depends what you have to know yourself, and it depends what point in your life you're at, you know. One thing that a lot of men do that's kind of fucked up is stupid, and I and I've and I've and I've helped a lot of guys like this is, you know, guys will be like players, and they'll they'll get a lot of good quality women, young good quality women, when they're in their in their twenties that want to make a life with them but the dude's got too many options he's too hot shit he's not ready and then when the dude gets to the to his 30s mid 30s uh, early 30s he's like all right it's time to settle down because you know being single there's a lot of bullshit that goes with being single so you get tired of the bullshit you get tired of of dealing with flaky ass women and meeting new fucking women you you do burn out on that shit after a while most guys do so what happens, you burn out on being a single guy and going out with different women, meeting different women. You, they're always going to flake out on dates at the last minute. There was, all this shit always happens. It's just part of dealing with women. They'll, they'll ghost you for no reason. All this shit just happens. So guys get tired of it after being player players for, for their whole lives. And then the next thought they bump into, the next chick they bump into, even if she's not all that great, even if she's nowhere near as, as good of a catch as the last Three women that wanted to love you that you left behind. You're going to go and you're going to idolize this bitch and put her on a pedestal. Not because she's all of that. It's because you're ready. Because you're tired of being single, of of being alone for many nights. And and you now you want to have a, a you know someone to cuddle up to next every day. And So then you're going you're gonna to idolize and put on a pedestal and think she's the one, the next one that crosses by, even if she ain't, even if she's not all of that. And a lot of men make that mistake. You know, I was just talking to a buddy of mine and he's a business owner owns a construction company started it when maybe he was younger he used to make all kinds of money dated very hot women and now he's older he's out of the bullshit and he he thinks he found the one and um and you know and, and he's like suffering over her and and you know and and look man and she's 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 a olive garden waitress with two baby daddies two kids and two baby daddies right and this dude's and 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 he and his sweetheart, like college sweetheart, was like this girl's not a that's not a doctor. Like he he had all these chances with just high quality women, but he wasn't ready. So he threw all that shit in the trap. And now, now he's tired of the bullshit, he's tired of being alone, he's tired of the uncertainty that guys feel when they're single. And he's just he, he bumped into the one and he, he's gonna idolize her and put her on a pedestal and, and she's gotta be the one. And you know, it took us a couple of sessions for me to make him realize that's his fucking problem. And now he's like, okay, I'm ready to have a, a wife. I, I'm ready to settle the fuck down. Okay, now I'm gonna take my time and not rush this fucking thing. Cause it's a it's a real decision that's gonna last a long time. So let me not let me not rush it. Now once you decide that you maybe do want to get married and have a, a wife and a family in the house, that's the time to be the most patient you can be. You know what I mean? And that's it. And always look, and you could keep it real simple the way Steve does. Just don't have children with them. And as long as you, you, you're not on the planet having children, you can enjoy someone's company for many years and then things don't work out, bounce the fuck out. And you don't have something. Just, just, just get a cat. You don't have something linking you up for life. So, you know, the, the age range of the guys that listen to the show and, and the it's so broad. I mean, we've got really young dudes in their early 20s listening and we have guys in their 50s on, on testosterone replacement therapy. So some guy's been married for 30 years and, and he's fine with his old lady. He's probably no value to any of this. But on their, on their first divorce, 
um, guys, you know, just thinking about settling down with someone. This is pretty golden advice that everyone that that'll make everyone ask themselves the right questions when it comes to to you know to dealing with a female. Which is it's, it's always you know, my character's been divorced four times and has seven children by three different women. Your my character? character, yeah, the Steve Smee, the Steve Smee character on the show has a uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, come on the forum, guys, and uh, tell us your opinions so, uh, and all this stuff. So yeah, huh. man. So that's the way. That's that's. Yeah. But come yeah, on the man. forum, guys, and and. And give us your opinions on all the stuff we're talking about. Females listening to this and probably laughing your asses off. Come on the forums and tell us why we're wrong. Give us some tips. Give us some of your own tips, right? About uh, about the stuff we talked about. And we'll definitely we'll have more more uh, uh, podcasts like this, guys. Re- really fun. Don't take it too serious. You know some of the stuff we say. Don't don't get offended by some of the stuff we say. And we appreciate you guys listening. We I love you guys. Um, and we will talk to you guys next week. Check out the show notes if you want to get a hold of us as well. Take care, guys. Have a good one, Steve. Guys, this is the required legal disclaimer. We are only sharing our experience from years of steroid use. We are not doctors, and none of what we say should be regarded as medical advice. Always check with your doctor before taking any drugs or starting any training program.